0: Are you getting ghosted after someone inquires or maybe the inquiries aren't coming in at all? You might be making these pricing mistakes that are keeping your ideal clients from hiring you. Let's take a look at seven of the biggest pricing mistakes I see photographers making in their business. And honestly, I've made most of these mistakes myself, so hopefully you can avoid them. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my bird photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason it's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full time. I do this with my birth photography certification and my seven step marketing system. Ah, pricing. (laughs) It's always one of the very first questions someone asks when starting a new business how much should I charge? Pricing your photography can be especially challenging because chances are it's something that you love to do. And the price can sometimes be based on the quality of your work, which honestly is subjective when it comes to art. So you have to price yourself profitably without pricing yourself out of your market. No wonder it can be challenging, right? I'm going to share seven mistakes. Here. And when you're listening, you might think like, okay, Tavia, I'm making all of these mistakes or I'm making most of these mistakes. And if you let it, that can overwhelm you into taking no action. So I challenge you to choose one mistake from this episode to make a change on, even if you need to address more than one. Okay. Deal. All right. Let's get into the seven photography pricing mistakes to avoid. Pricing mistake number one. Is basing prices off another photographer's price or off of their work? I remember when I was a brand new photographer, I literally just made up a number that I thought was, quote, reasonable to get some experience. And I actually do not like using the word reasonable, which is why I said, quote, <laughs> it's like a big pet peeve of mine. Um, and doing that worked all right, even though, of course, I was way too low, even for a brand new photographer. Um, but after that, I was in this strange in-between phase where I was ready to raise my prices as my work improved. And I had more experience, but I had no idea what to charge. So I did what a lot of photographers do. And I looked up photographers in my area on social media who were around what I perceived to be my experience level to see what they were charging. If someone was, quote, better than me, I didn't want to charge as much as them. And if someone was, quote, not as good as me, I wanted to charge more than them. The problem here is I assumed based on their work that they were actually getting hired for those prices. I was building my business and basing my business decisions and pricing on how successful or unsuccessful, honestly, I perceived their business to be. You know the saying, don't judge a book by its cover, right? That's because you don't know what's actually inside the book just by the cover. And it's the same with someone else's business. Not only do you not know how many bookings they're actually getting based on their work or their prices or how busy they look on social media, you definitely don't want to make decisions on your business based on the quote cover of their book. Pricing mistake number two is pricing yourself too high in the beginning. We have talked on this topic a little bit, um, in episode 81 model called do's and don'ts the episode right before this one, as well as an episode we did in November called photography pricing, a shift in the industry, which we'll link in the description of this episode. If you want to go back and listen with more detail, but I thought it was important to include this here with pricing mistakes because pricing yourself too high in the beginning can really be detrimental to the success of your business. And honestly, I'm thrilled that photographers new to business are confident enough to charge high prices because it hasn't always been that way. So the fact that there are photographers out there who are so confident in their worth that they're willing to come in, charging a high price is fantastic. And that confidence will take you far. But simply charging higher prices isn't enough to actually get booked at those prices. Do you have the experience to back up your luxury pricing? Do you have glowing reviews from past clients? Is your work consistent, high quality, and peer and mentor reviewed? The truth is you can always raise your price, but it is a lot harder to lower it. A lot of our certified birth photographers have said that once they're certified or even just actively working towards their certification, it became a lot easier to justify their price to potential clients. When you're actively working to improve and you can show your potential clients that you're taking this seriously, the higher price starts to make sense to them. If you're a certified birth photographer, make sure you have your certification listed on your pricing page and your contact page, and even consider a quick blurb about what it means to be a certified birth photographer so your inquiries can see how that certification sets you apart. If you're listening to this and you want more information about becoming a certified birth photographer through the beauty in birth, we have a free training that's going to show you how to beautifully photograph birth and become a high demand photographer coming up soon. I'm going to show you the six-step process that I teach our students inside our certification course as well as give you more information on joining. Head over to birthphotographyschool.com/training, birthphotographyschool.com/training to get the details and to sign up and we'll also include the link in the description of this episode. Okay, pricing mistake number 3 is your pricing might be too confusing. As photographers, we have a lot of great ideas for our clients, right? How beautiful a canvas would be in the baby's nursery or the wood print gallery wall that we just really want them to have or the modern large mounted framed photos or a beautiful high quality album that will last their family a lifetime and become an heirloom piece that is handed down to generation after generation. It's so fun to pick out pieces like this for our clients and tell them about all the available options. The problem is a confused mind doesn't buy. When you make your pricing guide with photography lingo and add lots of um, like add-ons and a la carte options and these packages and payment plans, your clients get overwhelmed and confused and tend to go back to what they know in that situation, which is digital files. And this isn't even a conversation about selling physical products. Like you can make your digital file package options confusing too. Okay, so whether or not you offer digital files or a session fee slash like package model or in person sales. We have the best intentions as photographers when we include so much. Like we want our clients to have the best experience and the best products. But it is critically important to keep your pricing and your packages so simple that anyone will quickly and easily understand what you offer and what the value of that offer is and how they can buy it. So pricing mistake number three is your pricing might be too confusing. And pricing mistake number four is you have too many options. So imagine this scenario. Someone fills out your contact form and they ask about birth photography and you reply back quickly congratulating them and letting them know that you do have availability to photograph their birth. And chances are you have heard me talking about booking them for the birth and then offering maternity, newborn, or a baby plan So you also include information for all of those sessions and you tell them like, hey, congrats on your, you know, your baby. I'm so excited. Yes, I have availability for birth photography. I also want to let you know, I offer one of a kind maternity sessions. We have a maternity closet available for you. You can choose any dress you want. It will take place in the studio. It will um, take place around 36 weeks um, gestation and you'll come back to the studio and do an ordering appointment after that. We'll We'll get to know each other before your birth. And after your baby's born, we can do a newborn session. And this is what that looks like, and this and that, and all of these different things. And you have just like really overwhelmed them before they even know what's happening. And when you have too many options, especially, especially on that initial inquiry or the first email or two, it is so easy to overwhelm a potential client. And I see this a lot with um, photography packages too, like including birth and newborn and maternity options in different packages. And it might make sense to you and it might make sense to other photographers even, but it can quickly become information overload for your client. It's like the Cheesecake Factory. Have you ever been to the Cheesecake Factory? Their menu is like literally a book. It can take... 20 minutes just to look through all the options, and then like you have to go back through and think about what you actually want to eat. Like you're reading through to choose what you think you might want, and then you're like, okay, wait, what do I actually want? Like, is it can be really, really overwhelming. And you know, it's funny at the Cheesecake Factory, what I end up doing when we've gone there is I say, what do you recommend to the waitress or the waiter? Because looking through that menu is just so overwhelming that I'm looking to a human to use their experience to tell me what they think is the best option. But compare that to a place like Chipotle. Step one, burrito or bowl right? Like when you walk up, I think it literally now says like step one, two, three, and they walk you through the whole thing. Like, do you want a burrito or a bowl? Okay. Do you want chicken or beef? Okay. What of these vegetables do you want? And there's like five options and you can see them. And it's so much more simple than looking through a long, complicated, detailed menu, right? A confused mind doesn't buy. So how can you be like Chipotle and not like the Cheesecake Factory overwhelming your potential clients. The fifth pricing mistake that I see is telling the price to your inquiries too soon. I know that talking about money can feel awkward. Sometimes it can feel like this looming cloud over an otherwise pleasant conversation, right? And you just want to say the price or even just post the price on your website directly so that you can just move on and not even talk about money anymore. Is that you? I mean, if it is you, there might be some money mindset work that you would benefit from. And I know that because I totally, that was me. And it still can be sometimes like talking about money can sometimes be uncomfortable, but when you tell your price to your inquiries too soon, because you don't want to talk about money and it feels awkward and you just want to throw it in front of them so you can move past it, chances are they'll make a decision on you based solely on your price. And you'll start getting price shopped because that's all the client really honestly knows to do. And they'll find people with similar quality work and experience, and then chances are, look at all their prices and choose the cheapest, which may or may not be you. When the client chooses a photographer based on their work and then on price, It's a big disservice to themselves, to the client, whether they realize it or not. And chances are they don't. The reason is, as we know, as photographers, there's so much more than price and the work, the photography itself that goes into choosing the right photographer. Like Those are two pieces, but it's not everything. Things like the photographer's reliability, especially for something like birth photography and the client and the photographer's personalities. Like, do they mesh? Do they get along with each other? And the photographer's reputation. Who has used this person and do they have good reviews? When I chose my birth photographer, price was a big concern. And I emailed a lot of photographers and looked at their photos and their prices and chose someone. And I'm 90% sure. I can't remember exactly, but I'm 90% sure I chose the cheapest. And as a lot of you know, that did not work out so well for me because the one that I hired did not show up to my son's birth. Just straight up didn't come. So When you send over pricing immediately, or you have your full price sheet on your website, chances are you're keeping your potential client from getting to know all of the other amazing things about hiring you. Pricing mistake number six is discounting frequently to book clients. Generally, what happens is when you're starting out, you're offering discounts to build your portfolio, right? Super normal. But then you can kind of find yourself stuck offering discounts in order to get clients. And then honestly, you're kind of stuck in this place where you don't even know how else to get clients. So you need clients, right? So you'll run a sale and boom, you get some bookings. And it's this cycle that keeps going and going and going. When you're only looking a week or two, or even a month ahead, And, and you also have an audience of deal seekers. It can be so, so easy to fall into this trap of, Oh, I need clients. So I will run a sale like type of cycle. And don't feel bad if this one is for you because it's super common. And the key here is going to be to start to build an audience of people who value what you do and are not just there for the sales and the deals. They want to hire you for your work and just for you after a couple of years as a birth photographer i had moms start telling me that they were saving up to hire me before they even got pregnant they were saving up because they already knew they wanted to hire me you want to build an audience of people like that because then you have a consistent stream of inquiries and leads of families that are willing to pay luxury prices for you and hey if you want to continue to run the discounts and book the clients, honestly, I'm not here to tell you to stop doing that. If that's the type of business model that you want, go for it. Like it's legitimate. And a lot of photographers run their business that way, but My warning with a model like that is to be super aware of burnout because generally you're running a high volume and low priced, like almost Walmart style. And I don't say that in a derogatory way, but just like a a high volume, low priced model that needs the volume in order to stay profitable. And that volume requires work from you. That's how it's different from Walmart because Walmart is just products on a shelf, right? But the volume that you're providing is your time and energy. Because you're the one photographing the sessions and editing the sessions most likely. And so I just, if that's the type of business model that you're running and you want to continue to run, please be super aware of yourself and your own health um, because that volume model requires a lot from you. Okay, the seventh pricing mistake is you're assuming that people can't afford you. Assuming that people can't afford you, no matter what your price is, there will be someone who can't afford to hire you. If your price is a hundred dollars, there'll be someone whose budget is fifty dollars, and if your price is fifty dollars, there will be someone whose budget is twenty dollars. Yes, I have seen that happen, and we know that, right? The problem is when each inquiry ha- comes in, we assume that they're going to tell us that we're too expensive, like. Do you do that? When an inquiry comes in, are you thinking, oh, yay, I'm so excited. I'm totally going to book this client. Or are you thinking, oh, they're just going to tell me I'm too expensive again. The truth is you have no idea what someone's budget or what their finances are. And y'all, I have fallen into this trap, too, of assuming one way or another about people. And it's not something I'm proud of. I mean, I've had a teen mom pay me five thousand dollars for birth and newborn photography, and I've had the doctor, or the executive, or the lawyer in their Lexus tell me that five hundred dollars is too much for photos, right? So. Please don't assume that you know what someone's budget or what their financial situation is. Don't assume that people can't afford you because not only sometimes is that not true, it's affecting how you show up to your audience and to your inquiries whenever you get an inquiry and you automatically assume like, meh, they probably can't afford me. And you're not alone if that's you, okay? It's super, super common. What if instead you assumed that everyone could afford you? What if with every new Instagram follower or every new email subscriber or every new inquiry, you assumed that they just inherited $50 million and they're ready to splurge on the photo session or the photographer that they've always wanted. How would looking at it like that change how you show up in your business and for your audience and for your potential clients? That's so powerful. So I hope that you hear that. Okay. So just to recap, the seven pricing mistakes were basing prices off of your competitors, your pricing is too confusing, you have too many options, you're telling the price to your inquiries too soon, discounting frequently to book clients, and assuming people can't afford you. The truth is, we are often our own worst enemies when it comes to pricing. I hope this episode has helped you identify some of the common pricing mistakes that I see and given you some tips on how to correct them. And I want to know, are there any pricing mistakes that you have made or that you see frequently that I missed? If so, shoot me a DM on Instagram at underscore the beauty in birth underscore, or if you liked this episode on pricing and you like this format, I'd love for you to take a quick screenshot and tag me on Instagram. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening. And thank you for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one and it helps the show reach more people. So thank you for doing that. And my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident. Not everyone loves the thing that you love, no matter what your price is, right? So whatever the thing is that you love, whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. So I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week we